Marketing Movement by Refine Labs. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Marketing Movement Podcast. My name is Michael Bright. I am the lead copywriter here at Refine Labs, and I'm joined by a fellow writer, Brianna. Hi, I'm Brianna. I'm a senior copywriter for Refine Labs. And today we're going to talk about good copy, why that matters, and how to do that with some copywriting do's and don'ts. But first of all, Mike, in your opinion, what's good copy? Well, first, anything that I write. <laughs> but, uh, but secondly, I think any copy that solves a problem is good. So for example, you can have the most clever headline, the perfect pun, or some awesome alliteration, but if it doesn't solve the right business problem, it wasn't successful. Mm-hmm. A good copy starts in the briefing process. Right. That's Yeah. That's where you have to clearly define the goal. And to do that, you need insights into your market and your customers. Is the market completely unaware that you offer certain services? Mm-hmm. Is the market happy with the status quo? Is your category brand new? like many of our clients are, are your prospects unaware of what differentiates you from competitors? Each scenario leads to a wildly different creative strategy. So in my opinion, any copy that that solves that core objective from the brief is successful. And that's just baseline. Um, what turns good copy into great copy are the tips we're about to share. All right, let's get into some basic do's and don'ts for writing copy. Right. And so, you know, like, like you said, we, we get a lot of clients that are creating something new or new in a space. And so for B2B, I think uh, a great thing to remember is as a first line, just use industry terms and be detailed, but don't use jargon. So you you want your ad to draw people in. You need it to be relatable. You need the language to be something that customers immediately understand and can immediately acknowledge that you know what you're talking about and you're speaking their language. That's something that they appreciate seeing. So what are some good examples of that? Yeah, I remember one story my old copywriter teacher told me. Uh, he used to have a client in the agriculture or the farming business and he had an ad that said dirt and he got, basically he got yelled at <laughs> and uh, basically the, they told him or the client told him that like in their industry, they say soil. So like never, ever say dirt in that context. So even just a simple word change, even if it's a synonym and with literally the same definition, these are um, like that can change the meaning drastically for certain clients and industries. So these are the kinds of details that add color in the story and show that you actually know what you're talking about. But be careful. A lot of people confuse industry terms for vague corporate jargon like workflow or putting out fires that should be avoided at all costs. All I can really say is like write something you can own, write something that's relevant. Everybody has a workflow, but how can you make that more specific to your actual industry or your the specific client right like what is a dentist workflow look like versus a cybersecurity workflow right. and you know i think some of it comes back to that insider speak of like you know you want it to have the the soil versus dirt thing is like the difference between connotation and denotation so like one of them like they have the same literal definition but they mean different things to people and i guess mm-hmm. farmers don't like to refer to it as dirt so. Yes. <laughs> um, next tip here is to avoid cliches and just be real. So, you know how every summer there's like 30 movies that are the top movie of the summer? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so everyone's already super skeptical of marketing. And when you say you're number one rated or the best way to do X, Y, Z, it just falls flat or worse, ruins trust. So instead of these vague claims, 
that are typically seen as just like, I don't know, cliche marketing. Just be original, be real and say something no one else can. Right. There's like a huge difference between marketing lingo and a specific backed up claim benefit or result that your product has. Right. Another tip I I learned once was like, don't write it in your copy if you wouldn't say it like on the phone. Mm-hmm. And that always stuck with me, just like being real. Yep. Not overly markety. All right. Next tip: um, don't be overly clever or sophisticated. Be clear. Um, use short sentences and small words. Like, sure, your audience might be highly educated CTOs, but marketing is about communication. And a part of that is readability. Right. Yeah. And, you know, shorter, more succinct words are more easy to read. So, you know, I I had heard once basically don't use a four syllable word when a one syllable word will do. Right. So an example would be if you're going to say eliminate, but cut would do just fine. Cuts the better word. It's shorter. It's more simple and somebody can read it more quickly. So instead of eliminate unnecessary paperwork, cut the paperwork, gets the point across just the same. And it avoids those big, complicated headlines with a bunch of multisyllable words that end up making the copy illegible when you're scrolling through social media. And as soon as somebody can't read it, it just becomes just scroll drone. It's just stuff that nobody's going to look at. It'll be totally passed by. So you want something that can be easily understood kind of in an instant, almost subconsciously. Yeah. And your and your designers will thank you for it, too. Yeah. <laughs> Um, there's also like a right time and place to get complex. So maybe in the support section or a spot on the website that digs deeper into features, but for ads, like just keep it simple. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now big difference between web copy, ad copy content in that vague term. It's, but focusing on ad copy here, ads should be simple. And I think a lot of the times, you know, you have, this is another tip at a baseline, simple ads work better. Marketers, product teams, even yourself, you might feel tempted to put a lot of detail and a lot of complex messaging into a single headline, thinking that that's going to make it more unique. But actually that makes the line more watered down because something that complex, people aren't going to be able to, to quickly glean the meaning of it. So when you're trying to put these things together, focus on one message per ad, keep that message simple easy to understand you can always launch more messages later or you can always expand on a single message with more ads you can always do more later but it should at a baseline be simple yeah that's like the whole point of a campaign right is like you yeah. can, you're launching multiple ads that all lead right. up to one north star um, yeah you don't have to say every message in one ad just right. spread them out Next appears to avoid vague adjectives and adverbs. Instead, use a stronger verb. So one of the one example we can have here is uh, instead of saying create a more efficient workday, uh, instead you can say crush your workday. Mm-hmm. That's not not exactly the best example, but like just the word crush just has I mean, you can just visualize it better in your head. It adds more color. Like the designer has more to play with. Right. You can you can symbolize crush way better than you can efficient efficiency right 
Absolutely. I think, you know, also, again, going back to what you just said about adverbs, like typically if you find yourself adding a bunch of L-Y words, you can usually get rid of them and replace them with a stronger, fresher verb that's going to have a bigger impact. So, you know, so these tips are kind of the baseline here for how to approach writing copy and how to make sure that the language itself is working for you. But there's a lot more to the application of this. So, you know, you could have the best written line of copy. You could it could be tight. It could play into every single rule. But if it's not applied correctly, it's not going to resonate. And the goal of copy, as we said, is to communicate. So the best copy is highly relevant. So, you know, you, you need to figure out how to put these rules into practice which fortunately we have a bunch of examples of too. So Mike, what, what is your example here? Yeah, uh, one of my favorite examples is to just write for your size. So I live in San Francisco and there's billboards everywhere. And I can't tell you how many billboards I've seen for startups that just have these lofty aspirational headlines like automate everything. Mm-hmm. And that just, it means nothing. Is it project management? Is it a project management tool? Is it an AI assistant? It's just too vague. And if you don't have brand awareness, which most of these small startups in the Bay Area don't have, you need to just say what you do. That's how you initially build that brand awareness. And then once you get to huge brand awareness levels, like a giant publicly traded company like Coca-Cola, for example, then you can have those aspirational headlines like open happiness. Because now those are in the context of your well-known brand and they actually make sense. Without that context, open happiness can mean anything. Totally. I think, you know, it's being simple shouldn't mean being vague, but it also shouldn't mean being overly literal or straightforward. So, you know, you can push your messaging beyond just the most simplified version of what the benefit or the product is while still keeping the concept simple. Right. So, you know, the message can be exciting. The way you tell the story can have color and it can be really, really engaging as long as the overall takeaway is still simplified message. So, you know, like Mike and I, we were just talking about Monday.com's commercial, the the Viking one. Oh, yeah, that that commercial just really stood out to me as just being an an idea that just got pushed a little further than than the usual B2B spot. So, yeah, in the spot they have a Viking, like, I guess, leader. I don't know what they're called, but they (laughs) he's like managing his little tribe or whatever they're called. Um, And I just think it was just really stood out to me um, because it gets their core message across, um, but it just in a more interesting and funny way. So to all you copywriters and marketers out there, like don't just take your, your typical product messaging from your, your PMMs or your, your product team, like take that and push it and just think like, what's a more exciting way to say this? Right. And a more interesting way to translate it. Right. So it's like you can try alluding to things. You can, you know, create little gaps for your audience to fill in a small mental leap. Some of these things like little puzzles or things that just require a tiny bit more thought or a tiny bit more, uh, you know, engagement, they're actually really rewarding. And, And if it's not working, that just means it wasn't written well enough or the idea isn't resonating. But something like, again, going back to the Viking example, it's a quick little connection to make that Vikings are leaders the same way a project manager leads a project. And therefore, you know, the use case is the same, even though all of the bells and whistles in the commercial are really funny, really goofy. You've got Vikings with smartphones. It's a fun concept. So, yeah, you can definitely, you know, give people a little bit more to think about, give them a little bit more to reach for without being, you know, obscure and without 
creating distance between your message and your copy. Another tip we have here is to um, change perspectives. So this is something I try to use a lot. Typically, a lot of ads or companies will use typical benefit statements like save money on your home insurance. To me, that's just super boring. Mm -hmm. One way to spice up your copy is to just flip it on its head. So what does the lack of your product look like? Mm -hmm. What would the world be like if your product never existed? Exaggerate the benefits to the extreme. Like, don't just say number one rated, but like, like, what if you just exaggerated that? Or you could just play something down and like play it cool. Um, or you can personify the problem like the famous mayhem commercials. Or again, just don't be so literal. Like instead of a happy couple getting their home insured, it's a turtle insuring their shell. So anything that just breaks the mold and stands out. Um, and you can do this without being cliche or using all these adjectives and jargon. Um, just just stand out. That's the best tip I can give you. Right. Yeah. And like, you know, the turtles would land for me. I think that would that would stick for me. <laughs> and, you know, I think that's what we're, we're trying to say here is like, you know, thinking outside the box a little bit. And I think one of the other best ways a copywriter can think outside the box is to ditch words entirely. So, you know, sometimes an image tells the story just as well or better than language can. So maybe even that turtle example, you know, it could be a cute little guy on his computer and trying to ensure his shell and you don't necessarily need a ton of copy to tell that story you kind of get the idea of what he's doing it's his home you know you get the branding all of that stuff so, so there's ways to do it and, and mm -hmm. an example of this that's really effective is lego they did this campaign where they had these little lego structures and a shadow of something that was more you know creative or interesting so like a little stack and then the shadow was a dinosaur and right. they didn't put on these ads imagine anything or anything like that because the image told the story you knew mm -hmm. that it was playful it was nostalgic and that it was inviting you into some type of emotional connection with the product and i think that's something that you know again coming back to communication and coming back to what's the point of copy you know as mike said it's solving a problem it's also connecting with your audience so i think one of the most important tips to remember too is that you know a person is reading this and and you want them to feel something about it you want them to feel relieved or you want them to feel like a little chuckle or you want them to feel smart that they got it. You don't want them to just be able to scroll past it without thinking anything of it. And you don't want them to roll their eyes and groan. So, you know, it's really about finding what works for your customers and, and putting yourself in their shoes for what actually appeals to them, not just what the industry might wish appealed to them. Right. And, and Hey, every brand is different too. So take all these rules with a grain of salt, authenticity and empathy usually blow the other rules out of the water. So just do what feels right. And there really are no formulas or templates. Um, in fact, usually formulas and templates make bad copy. Um, mm -hmm. Just be clear, unique, relevant, and memorable. Or, you know, hire us. Mike and I do a really good job. <laughs> yeah, that works too. All right, everybody. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Uh, now, now you can go write some number one rated, never before seen puns. Later. <laughs> thanks. Bye.